Hi, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And this is Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by Milk by Mom. With innovative freeze-drying technology, you can store and transport breast milk effortlessly without compromising its nutritional value. And today's episode is also brought to you by Simulri Breast Pumps. Uh, with a continuous focus on research and development and a team comprised of CLCs, Simulri Breast Pumps strive to offer pumps for every lifestyle. We will hear more from our sponsors later, but you can head to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com and check out our sponsor page. If you ever need anything, see if you can give them your business because they make this podcast possible. And while you're there, you can just scroll down and enter your email address and we will send episodes straight to your inbox every week. And we are on Patreon and we're seeing a lot of you there and we're really happy about that. And we hope to see more of you there to check out our extra ad-free episodes, our mini podcasts, our Revolution Parenting podcast episodes, and all kinds of things. So check out the top link in the show notes under this episode, wherever you're listening from. And you can also find that at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com. Just sign up for your choice of tier. And we are still hosting our ongoing giveaway for people who leave reviews around the internet. Just send a screenshot along with your address to badassbreastfeedingpodcast at gmail.com. And we'll send you a goodie bag of stickers and thank you for nursing in public cards. And you can spread those around your world and, you know, spread the goodness out in public. Drop a little hint about what we're talking about today. And Diane has our review of the week. Yes. And this just came in. Usually I go back a little bit and read the older ones, but this one just came in and has a question with it. So I wanted to read it quickly. Thank you so much for all your great information. I have a six month old baby that sleeps with me, which is fine. He goes to bed around 7 PM and I would like to have some time for me at that time. Every time I leave, he wakes up and I have to come back because he wants to latch again. What can I do? I hope you guys see this. And we did see it. So hopefully we can have some some words of wisdom for you. Yeah. How old is the baby again? Six months. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's really hard. It is hard. Because they're just like, sometimes they're just sleeping because they're latched on. Mm-hmm. And that's what keeps them asleep. Do you want to say things or do you want me to say things? I I think you should say things because you have probably more (laughs) for it than me. Okay. So when I had babies around this age, it's very difficult. I mean, like now, of course, I get, well, I will say last night, I have a 12-year-old and a nine-year-old. And last night I got called in shortly after they went to sleep. So it's not like they nurse anymore. They just wake up sometimes. But when you have a little baby like that, they're... They're just, yeah, a lot of times they're staying asleep because they're nursing. And that suckling motion is what is really keeping them asleep. But I always did try, boy, did I always try to find that perfect moment where they had fallen all the way asleep. And you can kind of stick your finger in their mouth and pull your nipple out. And maybe they will stay asleep for the rest of that sleep cycle, which is only about 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to come out of that sleep cycle. That's just how it works. 
and they're going to be awake then. But you can sometimes get, you know, a little while if you time it right. Um, it won't always work, I don't think. But um, that's something I feel like everybody's kind of wanting by that time. It's like, well, I've been working really hard around the clock. I just want some alone time. Mm, like, mm-hmm. you know, you, yeah, you always dream of this time of like after the kids go to bed, but before you go to bed and you're like, you know, that's when Josh and I watch all of our shows and um, yeah, man, it's coming. It is coming. And maybe you can get little small tastes of it now by waiting until they're nursing them until they're asleep until you can kind of tell that they're like a little more slack jawed. Mm-hmm. And they're not suckling like as ferociously, and just kind of wait for a pause, and they're sucking, and then just stick your maybe your pinky finger in, just like kind of try to break the seal a little bit. It might have already been broken if they have fallen asleep, so you can just slip it out and get up really carefully. Yeah, real carefully. Don't kick something off the nightstand or. <sighs> accidentally turn the lights on or that's what you see all these like you know memes of like parents trying to leave the room like a ninja oh god the baby's going to sleep i know (laughs) i was gonna say maybe give him you know give him like a little bit of a snuggle like take the nipple out and like snuggle for a second just to make sure they are really asleep yeah yeah before you get up yeah because it's yeah, it can be hard. Good luck. Yeah, it it's is hard. hard. It's so hard. Like, I, yeah, I totally feel you on really wanting that time and wanting to figure that out because I did it too. Yeah, and Abby's still doing it. Obviously, she yeah. got called in last <laughs> night. So, <laughs> why well, I, I don't have to sneak my nipple out anymore? Ugh, they never. They always need us, though. You know, like I know it's true. Sometimes, the yeah, even the twelve-year-old, I get called in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The twelve-year-old's just like sometimes he just calls me in to just tell me I can't fall asleep. I'm like, okay, that's okay. That happens sometimes. It happens. All yeah. these things, and you know, then he's like, okay. And then I leave, and he apparently falls asleep. Yeah, they just need you. They just need yeah. you. That's all. Just give Sometimes that a you try. You don't want to be needed. No, I know it's hard to be needed, but do do give the nipple thing a try because that can that can work to buy you some time, um, mm-hmm. and uh, just experiment, you know, with different timing and all of that. Because if you do it too soon, then they're just like, look, those eyes will look open right up and look at you and be like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> if they could talk in yeah. sentences, that's what they would say. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for your question because I'm sure there's other parents that are thinking the same thing or going through the same type of thing. So we totally. appreciate your question. Yeah. Today we're going to talk about one of Abby's favorites. Yes, nursing in public. That was, yeah, this is so much of like why my blog even started like so many years ago. It was just all about nursing in public. Because Abby got called out for nursing in public, bitches. Oh, yeah. That's how it started. When mm-hmm. I was, I posted a picture of me nursing in the park. 
And then I posted it in this group, mom group, and people were just like, ew, why would you post that? How come you're not wearing a cover? That was the first time I'd known anybody would ever say anything. No one had ever had a problem with my boobs before that. In a mom's but, group, no less. Yeah, right. In a mom's group. Yeah. It's crazy but, to so, me. So yeah, nursing in public, man. It's like, it's, that was really like when I got a, a lot of, kind of a big education in like all the drama that goes on in parenthood and with our, you know, bodies and how like, how much of a double standard it is having a body that has lactating boobs. Mm-hmm. Because you know they're they're loved and adored when they're just for decoration but when they're actually being used for what they're actually made for it's nobody wants to see that no which is just wild every once in a while it hits me how wild that is i know this is like insane that people can't see a baby on a boob it's like it's just crazy it's ridiculous and so, like forever, yeah. forever, people have been like, it's yeah. just well, not forever, but like really just some cultures, it's totally normal. Some cultures, it's like, well, yeah, and some cultures, boobs so aren't normal. sexualized at all. Right. So you just see boobs are just around. There's just like a body part, like, you know, like any other. Mm hmm. But man, it's different here in the US. And I think it's, probably spread to a lot of like the the western quote western world but i don't think it's it's as extreme as it is here anywhere else in the world it's, right it's really extreme shocking here. shockingly well they had to make laws around it like come on if you yeah. have to make a law around it there's obviously like it's not normalized if you have to make a law well, around totally. it totally yeah yeah so, yeah, one of the things that I noticed when I was, you know, when nursing in public was really like the thing I talked about all day, every day with people was that they were, it's like one of the, you know, one of their biggest fears, one of the biggest fears of people is just being stared at, mm -hmm. just being looked at. And, um, you know, we do hear like, we do hear stories of people being harassed and like these really extreme things that make the news and stuff. And that, that can really make people nervous. Um, and I, yeah, I mean, to hear that somebody has been like verbally abused or, or kicked out of a place because they were breastfeeding their baby. I mean, that's going to put a damper on it. You know, when you're, when it's your turn. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and if you're like, Oh, I want to be like a, You know, I want to be like a rebel and go out and like really like retrain society and all that. It's like, that's cool, man. Do it. But let's not everybody. Most people are just like, I just want to feed my baby. I'm like, oh, my God, my baby's crying. And we're in Target or we're crying. My baby's crying. And we're at the train station and I have to nurse. And oh, my God, I'm so mortified. Like most people just want to be getting through their day. Mm -hmm. And it's hard. It's It's so hard because you have to. You know, you feel like you have to use this part of your body that is just like a, a like a sex organ, because we right. think of breasts as just like a straight up sex organ. Think of vaginas, sex penises, and breasts all in the right. same category. What did you say? I'm sorry. 
So be like having sex in public. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's like being straight up full naked in, in public. And that's not what's happening. No, not at all. Not um, even close. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, can I just like, can I just stay home? Like, what if I, can I just pump? I'm going to pump so I can, you know, go out in public. And it's like, man, we are allowed to be in public. Like we, we don't have to do those things. Like we should be able to be out in public parenting and taking care of our children as needed without having to do all of these extra things. Nobody wants Mm -hmm. to pump. You shouldn't have to just stay home. Right. Um, so yeah, so one what of the do, things, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, so what do people do if somebody stares at them? Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's exactly what I was going to start saying. Oh, perfect. So, yeah. T- so being stared at is like really everybody's biggest fear. Not everybody, but I mean, uh, one of the biggest fears that I've heard is pe- people just looking at you. Mm-hmm. And I just want, I want to make a, you know, public service announcement about being looked at. We all look at each other. We look at each other and, you know, people are going to look at you, whether you're nursing or not. But when you're nursing, you have this extra level of like sensitivity to being or vulnerability that you if feelings of vulnerability, you know, being being looked at. So you might notice it more. And right. people might be looking at you going, oh, wow, look, there's somebody breastfeeding. Oh, you don't see that very much. Or they might be like, oh, she's pretty. Or, oh, look at her sweater. Or, oh, what a cute baby. Or, hey, look, that lady's got a booger on her nose. Like, you have no <laughs> idea, like, why people are looking at you. And it's okay. You know, you're going to be, you're doing something. It's like looking at a pregnant person, right? Didn't, don't you feel, I felt like when I was pregnant, more people were looking at me. Yeah. Because it's just like, like this too. thing. It's just this thing happening in front of that's what Josh said. I was like, people, everybody's looking at my stomach. He's like, because it's this like thing. It's like a thing. It's like an exciting thing happening right in front of you. It's like, whoa, look, there's a baby in that person. And you just like notice it and you look and. You know, we don't think of pregnant people as being harassed because they're not really, you know, they, but, but you might look and a per- pregnant person comes in and you go, oh, that person's pregnant. You just make note because you don't see it all the time. I mean, mm-hmm. pregnant people you see, but like when you see them, it's like, oh, oh, you know, you make notes, you just notice. So people might just be noticing you nursing and they might stare a little because they don't see it very much, but maybe they're staring. Maybe they're like, oh my God, that's amazing. You know, but if you also, if you are just looking at your baby, just look at your baby or look at your phone or whatever and don't worry about whenever anybody else is doing. And if you do look up and look around, look people right in the eye. Look people dead in the eye, make eye contact, smile if you want, look away. These are all things that exude, you know, confidence and that are known to kind of decrease being targeted. Mm -hmm. Uh, Unfortunately. Um, I mean, it, it really is not seen that often. It's really not. It is not. I think I see somebody nursing in public like once a year. Oh, my God. I am the badass breastfeeder. 
You better believe it. If you're breastfeeding in front of me, I'm going to be fucking staring at you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like, whenever I see a baby nursing, I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. There's a baby nursing. Oh my God. Oh my God. I know. I get we so have, excited. I know. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. I was like, I was, <laughs> we have, I live in Rogers Park in Chicago. And we've had a huge influx of um, refugees coming into our neighborhood. And, you know, it's so hard because I just want to like take everyone home and like feed everyone and give them a house. <sighs> That's besides the point. I was driving, we were driving down the street one day and one of the a lady was sitting on the corner and she was nursing her baby. And I was like, oh my God, stop the car. <laughs> I'm like, give me all your money. Give me all your money. Give her money. <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, that is Love the best it. way for someone to get me is just be nursing. Yeah. <laughs> And so I'm going to be staring, like, I'm going to be staring at you. And you know, this is what other people might not, people might not have like the, some people, honestly, when I was nursing, some people would be like, oh, or like, you know, somebody, I remember one time someone was like, yeah, go, go you. Like some people might not have, they might just want to sneak a peek and they don't have the confidence or the. You know, they might feel a little silly about being like, hey, that's awesome. Or, you know, wow, I don't see that very much, you know, but that's my probably what they're thinking. Mm. It's just like, oh, I don't really see that very much. Yeah. So anyway, should we take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. Because time flies when you're talking about nursing in public, apparently. It does. All right, we'll be right back. And all you're going to do is hear more of my voice. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I always think it's funny when I start the break and I've been talking because then it's just like, no, we'll take a break. And then then she's talking again. Just, anyway. just more of Abby. <laughs> Similary Breast Pumps. Today's episode is brought to you by Similary Breast Pumps. Similary Breast Pumps wants you to have control of your pumping journey with a continuous focus on research and development and a team comprised of CLCs. Similary Breast Pumps strives to offer pumps for every lifestyle. From ultra tiny pumps as small as a sticky note to fully adjustable pumps with 85 setting combinations. You're in control of your pumping journey. With resources like virtual breast shield sizing consults in Spanish and English, and an exclusive Get the Right Fit program that offers a third set of breast shields for free, Similary gives you vital tools for a successful journey. A safe choice for everyone, all Similary pump parts and storage bags are phthalate and BPA-free. Better yet, Similary breast pumps can be personalized with a fun pump skin, pump, pump skin decal. I'm used to just saying skins because, you know, my kids play Fortnite, so mm-hmm. we just say skins, even though I'm not entirely sure what that means. Anyway, uh, you can get your own personalized pump skin, not from Fortnite, but from Similary Breast Pumps. And you could see their whole pump family at SimilaryBreastPumps.com. That's C-I-M-I-L-R-E BreastPumps.com. And use code BADASS for 15% off of your order. And today's episode is also brought to you by Milk My Mom. For moms who know the importance of providing the very best for their babies, we're thrilled to introduce a game-changing solution. Milk by Mom is on a mission to modernize how we nourish breastfed infants, offering the convenience and flexibility of formula while preserving all the goodness of breast milk. With innovative freeze-drying technology, yes, freeze-drying your breast milk, you can store and transport breast milk effortlessly without compromising its nutritional value. Compromising its nutritional value. So all the nutrients are remained in the breast milk when it is freeze-dried. 
This movement, spearheaded by founder Tirza, is all about empowering breastfeeding mothers and educating parents on the incredible benefits of breast milk. Don't miss this opportunity to provide your baby with the best. Head to Milk by Mom. That's Milk by Mom. Dot com and use code BADASS for 10% off of your order. Your baby deserves the goodness of breast milk now with the convenience you need. Embrace the future of infant nutrition and join the movement at MilkByMom.com today. And you can find all of our sponsors and their promo codes in the show notes under this episode, wherever you're listening from. Or you can head to BadassBreastfeedingPodcast.com and check our sponsor page. And over there, you will find uh, all of our other episodes and information about scheduling your very own one-on-one online lactation consultation with Diane. Yes. We'll sing. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So when you're in public, now that you've dealt with people looking at you, now we know how to do that. Try to find a way to get comfortable. So... Have some easy things that you can bring with you. Like, uh, I mean, they make these like blow up little pillows. You can just like oh, inflate yeah. it, or have like um, a like a little baby blanket or something that you can roll up and put out of your arm. If you're in a Target or something, take advantage of the chairs and the the display furniture. They really don't mind, trust me, because if you're sitting there nursing, you're doing far less damage than my children do to it when we go there. <laughs> they don't True. care. They are they don't care. Places do not care. And if you don't if you can't find a place to sit, I mean I say I suggest getting sitting down if you can because it's just more comfortable. And again, you're allowed to be there and most people, if not every single person, except for a few people probably in different cities, you know, would have an issue with it, but people are going to not really bother you. And if they do, you know, you can, well, we'll get into that, what to do if someone bothers you. Um, you know, wear layers so that you can easily access your breasts or nursing clothing, you know, that you can uh, unzip or unfold or whatever. And uh, one of the most convenient things for me ever in nursing in nursing at all was learning to nurse in a baby carrier. Mm-hmm. If you can learn to nurse in like a ring sling or a, um, uh, a buckle carrier, you know, like an ergo or any kind of, I mean, you can nurse in any kind of carrier. And actually there's um, a long time ago, me and the uh, admins I used to have made a bunch of videos on how to nurse in various carriers. And those are on the Badass Breastfeeder YouTube channel uh, that you can access. It's To make it even easier, you can literally go into YouTube and put breastfeeding in an ergo and like watch somebody do it because it's it's just so convenient and once your baby is if you have a little like an infant like a newborn that they're not ready yet because they can't really hold they can't hold their head up but as soon as your baby is able to hold their head up you're good to go and always it's always going to be the same in any carrier that you use it's going to be loosen lower and latch you know loose all the buckles or all the you know if you're using a ring sling you're going to loosen the ring a little Lower the baby down to your boob and 
latch them on. And it seems when you first get it in there, at your first start trying to do it, it's going to feel weird and you're going to think, well, I just can't figure this out. But you'll figure it out and it will literally change everything. Like you can just do whatever. I did so much nursing in a carrier. I just like went about my business and did all of these things. And and sometimes I wonder if that's why my hips hurt (laughs) all the time. (laughs) No, from all the weight. But I did. I was also like nursing like a three-year-old in a carrier, which may have been a little bit much. For, for, For my body, not for length of time of nursing or anything. Um, so that is my biggest that's great. piece yeah. of advice. That's a great thing. And that's Be also, super helpful. Yeah. And it's also like, if you really don't want like people to see you nursing or whatever, it's the perfect thing because carriers have like most carriers, especially the buckle carriers have that little, like little hood that you can put up. Or if you have any, any kind of carrier, you can put, uh, like a little scarf over you or a, you know, a little blanket, you know, one of those light uh, baby blankets. And then no one can see anything. They just think your baby's sleeping. Mm-hmm. And it's great for the baby too, because depending on the age of your baby, they might be super distracted, especially in public. And just to get them in there, latched on, it's the perfect way if you're on the go to get your baby a nap. Walking around in a carrier, especially once your baby latches on, they are going to fall asleep. And that is perfect. And you can just do anything. I Sometimes I would do that at home. I'd just have like a carrier nap because then I could just walk around. Ooh, that's the good advice for the lady at the beginning who wanted some time. Oh, Get yeah. a carrier. And I know, I know you're still holding your baby and that's like... Sometimes that's what you want is to just like not be touched by the baby for a minute. Um, But if you are ever in that situation where all you want is a sleeping baby, that's just going to stay asleep for a while. That can be a good way to do it. Some people even get it happening on their back, Mm -hmm. which is something that I could never figure out. But um, people do it. And that's great too. Like the, if you're, if you have like a toddler and an infant and you're out and you don't want to be like, okay, let me sit and nurse the baby somewhere. And now you've got to try to wrangle a toddler in to hang out with you for Uh, uh 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. You can just be nursing while you're still on the go or doing whatever with your toddler. Yeah. I'm, I, how people parent two small children without a carrier is beyond me. Like, I can understand with one baby, even though I wouldn't recommend it. I recommend carriers for everyone. But I can kind of see how somebody might do that. Like, if they just put their baby in a stroller and, like, I don't know, carry it in that little, like, car seat carrier or something. It sounds like a pain in the ass. I mean, baby baby wearing is, like, the greatest thing ever. Mm-hmm. But then you throw a second child into it and you have a toddler running around. I just don't understand how people do it. Yeah. It's too hard. Just to have that baby in there and you don't have to worry about it. I mean, it sometimes seems like, so much easier. I, yes. You forget they're there. It's so easy. <laughs> I've like panicked about where my baby is before and people are like, the baby is right. It's on you. 
He's on you. Oh. <laughs> Especially when you're used to having them there. Yeah. I used to have a baby on the front of me and the back of me with the oh, twins. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. see? So you did it on the back. Yeah. Well, I had to. Right. Yeah. I mean, I could do like a, I could do an older child on my back. Yeah, I did Nathan on my back when he was older. Yeah. I could never really, I don't know. I only had one. So it's like, it was fine on the front. But yeah, if you don't have a choice, that's how a lot of things get figured out. It's when you don't have a choice, right? Right. Yep. (sighs) Uh, So um, I don't know. I know that there are some people who are dealing with partners that don't want them to nurse in public. Yeah, I hear that a lot. Which, oh, that makes me so I sad. I know. Again, sexualizing everything. I know. And yes, and what a horrible way to limit someone's movement in the world. I mean, it's just, this is, this is what they're doing. Like, if you have a partner that's like, I don't want you to do that. I mean, that's just like a level of trying to control another person's behavior that is just unacceptable. Right. And I don't know, you know, I guess try in having those conversations with them because, yeah, I don't know. I don't have great advice for that. Well, there isn't great advice for that. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's just do it anyway. It's just, it's hard. And I know you want to be respectful of your partner's opinion, but that is really, that's not a respectful opinion though. It's not. No, it's not. It makes things harder for you. Yeah. And it makes you like literally like it makes you like a piece of their property. mm -hmm. You can't do that to another person. Anyway. No. Uh, another thing I suggest is having some comebacks ready to go just in case somebody does say something and you're worried about somebody saying something. So say to yourself, what are like, ask yourself, what are you most worried about people saying to you? Are you, are you worried about somebody saying like, oh, you can't do that here? Um, are you worried about someone saying, oh, you should have a cover on? Are you worried about being told to leave? Like, think about the different things that worry you and then come up with something that you would say in response if it ever happens. The, the likelihood of it happening are very slim. Mm-hmm. But sometimes just being prepared for that is really helpful. It, and it'll help you feel more comfortable because you'll just feel like you're prepared and ready. Um, I even know people are like, Sometimes like they come up with a really comeback that they really like. And then they're like, oh, I really hope somebody says something to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a client once who was like, my husband is just waiting for somebody to say something yeah. to me. Yeah. So he can say something. Yeah. 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 Like if somebody says you can't do that here, you, you know, you can just simply say, yes, I can. I know my rights and, you know, I can be here. Uh, Oh, that is another big piece of advice is go. uh, Okay. I want to clarify something here. So, so all states at this point have on the books, a law that protects or at least states that you are allowed to be breastfeeding in public. Mm -hmm. Um, My number one suggestion is to go on the internet 
We can put a link. Oh, God, I haven't been on this website in a long time. So we'll have to figure out the the best website that has the laws for each state and print it out and put it in your wallet. And just have it just in case. Um, and you can just show people like, no, I'm, a, you know, I'm allowed to breastfeed in public or wh- anywhere where I'm otherwise allowed to be. And uh, you can have that and show it to somebody if you need it. And just having it in your wallet is just like another level of comfort. And I also want to clarify that if you're just because states have this written in their written as a law doesn't mean that when they didn't that breastfeeding was illegal. Right. Like breastfeeding is not a written crime anywhere. These laws came about to simply provide a level of protection for people because it was becoming, you know, there was problems. People were being told that they couldn't when they, you know, there was no reason for them to be told that. So states took action to provide just, I mean, in some states, it's very basic. You know, just that you're allowed to breastfeed in public. And that's right. fine. Because you're just, you are allowed to breastfeed. Breastfeeding in public is not illegal. It's never been illegal. And there are laws stating that um, you are to be protected and people are not to harass you. So carry those around. Um, and then come up, you know, a couple of examples of um, comebacks. Because people always love those. If somebody says, you know, can you, you're not allowed to do that here. You can say, yes, I am. Or if somebody says, like, would you like to go, you know, would you like me to find you a place where you can do that privately? Because sometimes that's a backhanded way of telling. You could just say, no, I'm comfortable right here. Thank you. Um, some people love the whole put a blanket over your head. If somebody says like, oh, do you want to put a cover on? You should put a cover on. And people will say you should put a cover on over your head. Yeah. Um. I think even just saying to somebody, why are you looking at me? Right. Is like, well, just makes them feel like a creeper. Like, well, why are you looking at me? Yeah. You know, right. What are they going to say? Yeah. Yeah. That's a perfect one. Don't, I mean, if you don't like it, then don't look at me. Right. You can look away. Your eyelids are the most effective nursing covers. That's a good one. Did you just make that up? I like that one. Well, I did make it up, but it wasn't just now. Oh. (laughs) For some reason, that disappoints me. I want you to do it on the fly. (laughs) I did it on the fly, but not right now. I made a meme a long time ago. I made a meme of like a of the of like my face with my eyes closed with an arrow pointed to my eyelids, like like the world's best nursing cover or something like that. It is really good. I'll have to find it and share it again. Yeah. Uh yeah. So comebacks. We have a whole episode on comebacks, so listen to that. Oh yeah. And uh yeah. I mean I uh Oh, yeah. So I have this thing on my website at thebadassbreastfeeder.com and it's called Become a Become a Become a Badass Breast. Be- <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> become a Badass Public. What is it? Become a Badass Public Breastfeeder in seven days. And it used to be like a seven day email thing. Like each day you would get like you could sign up for my email and then each day you'd get one day of this, of a topic. 
Um, but I don't do that anymore. It's just on my website. So you can just go there and read it. If you are looking for a little bit of a confidence boost or, or your friend is, or, you know, something like that. So, um, yeah, I think that's all I've got. That's awesome. Go out there and nurse in public. Yeah, do it. Go out there. Normalize it. it. You'll be helping everyone for generations to come. That's the thing. We need we need it to be normalized. We need we more do. people doing it. Yeah. And I really and then, do think things have come a long way, in, at least in the last 12 years since I've been nursing. Yeah. Um, I think but, the bigger problem anybody's going to have is social media, like you did. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're not going to get a crowd of people coming up to you and like saying things to you. <laughs> yeah. But if you post yeah, a picture of yourself doing it on social media, yeah. you're going to have 18,000 people that are going to comment. And it's yeah. like, it's not going to be like yes, that in the real from world. From all the keyboard warriors out there. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. We'll go well, out there and do it. Yeah. Do, do it. Do it. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye.